Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello welcome to My Brit Rest Journey. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined online. A return from... Four and a half years ago, our first interview. Three and a half as last interview. <laughs> it's the Emperor, Drake Windsor. How you doing this evening, Drake? Yeah, not doing too bad. Uh, when you said that it had been that long in the messages beforehand, I was like <laughs> completely shocked. But then I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that 2018 was five years ago now. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm still one of the people who went, somebody's mentioned something in the 90s, I think 10 years ago. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah the, 90s, <laughs> the 80s wasn't. Years ago, the 2000s was 10 years ago. 2010 was 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The 80s wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I also think it's weird that yeah, we used to go, we used to go like the, the rock club in Liverpool called the Crazy House, and there'd be these 40 year olds talking about all this great music from like the early 80s, early 90s. That's me now, still listening to Lincoln Park and <laughs> Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> from the late 90s, early 2000s, saying, oh, it's great music. It's like, <laughs> so I feel, I feel dead old if I went there now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's been a long time. So, how, how have you been? How was the last four? What's um, happened in your life? So. I've been good. Uh, you know, keeping myself busy. A lot more busy than I was the last time we spoke, you know. Hmm. I think we spoke right before I started, um, I guess, Getting a lot more bookings, uh, things started really picking up not long after that interview. So, uh, yeah, a lot more busy than I was back then. How was your 2022? So, um, I think people were still sort of recovering from all the lockdowns and stuff. So there was a lot of sort of promised spots and a lot of different things that I had to wait for things. We started to pick up more towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Started off a bit slower. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's post lockdown. You seem to be like, in and around title scenes, particularly like in Coventry Pro Wrestling, you always oh, yeah. be in Co- a tennis match uh, for a title or so. Yeah, Coventry's <laughs> been uh, probably the place I've been to the most. Yeah, I'm, I'm down there pretty much every week at this point. Oh, nice. So, so John Lockdown, I guess, gave you time to like rest your body and evaluate what kind of went well and hasn't gone well over the last couple of years. So have you made each week's character or your moveset once you returned or? Uh, I actually um, spent a lot of lockdown doing a lot of um, web seminars with different people to improve on my character and come up with different ideas. I didn't want to tell you, like waste that time. Uh, probably the most memorable was um, Chris Silvio. Oh, wow. Uh, working with him, he was looking at looking over my stuff and giving me feedback and ideas and stuff, and um, that was really insightful. I spent about ten weeks learning from him. Oh, cool. So, so where did the uh, Titans group come from? Seems to be your most successful thing recently. So. Uh, so the Titans is a relatively new thing in CPW. Um, it's just sort of something that we fell into. There's a, a couple of us that are like sort of like you know big guys and carry ourselves like that. And uh, CPW decided it was a good idea to try and put us together and see what we could do. And it turns out we were just sort of naturally sort of uh, a good fit for each other, basically. Yeah, cool. Because you won, you won the tag team titles. 
Yep, like your first the, title uh, of the year, was it? Yep. I actually got it here, actually. CPW Tag Team Championship uh, back in December. <laughs> and oh, uh, show just gone. We just added a new member to the Titans, Dave Lyon, as well. He's uh, officially one of the Tag Team Champions as well, so it's like free word rule. That's a free word? Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. I hope I win a title one day. I, <laughs> I, I know I'm old. I haven't made my debut yet. But <laughs> just, I'll give it time. Give, me a, give, give, give me a sympathy title. <laughs> it's like I just want a title. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be A hardcore title or a 24-7 title. Two-minute thing. Not <laughs> <laughs> picked with the title at all. It's funny you should mention that. I've actually, uh, I actually won the OCW round the clock title, which is obviously, uh, you can probably tell from the name, a 24-7 type title. Um, I actually have held it since August 2021. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that because nobody can beat you, they just... <laughs> it must be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still shocked that they let you take belts home. I think it seems just to be a gimmick. That let you take to, to be fair, it was kind of weird for me with the first time I won a title where I could take it home because I'd already won a couple at what was my home promotion and they don't let you take the belts home so I'd already sort of had the experience of winning a belt and having to give it back to the promoter after every show and then uh, CPW put, was the first to put the title on me and said, yeah, you can take it home and I was just looking at the belt like, can I really? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So we do outsized bookings and they got up to do like, you know, like where the titles and stuff were. Uh yeah, uh, it's yeah the only company I've ever I've ever worked for where they didn't let you take the belts home was was the one and everywhere else it just seems to be a standard rule. Awesome. <laughs> so we've got eleventh uh, of March top term wrestling Genesis. Yeah, sounds like it's gonna be a fun show. They haven't announced any matches yet. But this, yeah, yeah uh, they literally just went public with the company uh, a couple of days ago. It's yeah. been in the works for a, for a while. Um, yeah, the guy who runs it. Um, has been in the wrestling business for six to seven years. I don't want to put a time frame on it because I can't remember exactly when he started, but I've known him the whole time. He's been involved in the business, basically. Uh, he's got a good mind for it, so he's <laughs> he's really looking forward to seeing what he can do as a promoter. Yeah, but yeah. it's always great when new, new promotions pop up. I'm like, yes. yeah, just, you just like, hope, hope they're successful and <laughs> they do everything <laughs> properly. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll put ticket information anyway in the description below the interview. Yeah, she gets to go on sale uh, 9 a.m. I think it's Monday, but I'd have to fact check that. Cool. Yeah, it looks, looks, looks fun. So. Where is uh, Peyton? That's just, just, is it a Midlands thing? Yeah, it's in uh, Perton. Perton. Just outside of Wolverhampton. Ah, right, okay. I, I don't, uh, yeah. anything, anything outside the Northwest, I'm a bit rubbish with <laughs> British geography. I know the big cities, but everything's small. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, I do, I do need to get to more promotions outside the Northwest, I think. So, yeah, me and my sons keep saying we're going to do like a, like a little tour over like a week and find loads of show, a week where loads of shows are on and just go around. I uh, probably always, probably always find something down here in the Midlands. Yeah, in the Midlands I always tons of going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Midlands and the Northwest, I think that, yeah, there's a promotion every 10 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> This is Frank Wesker, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast, Dog Will Hunt. Yeah. So as it's been like four years since our last interview, I thought it would make sense to do a bit of a catch-up on your career for the listeners who missed the first interview or the second interview. So um, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? Uh, growing up, it was Jeff Hardy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's, just, it's people, yeah. People, it's either 
Jeff Hardy or Rey Mysterio tends to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like... When, when, when you're a kid, the the um, yeah the high flyers and stuff, with the colourful hair and the colourful masks and stuff, mm. they always they always appeal to you. Yeah, well, yeah. So my, mine was always Macho Man growing up. So. Didn't like him when he went to the NWO and he just came black and white. So, no, Macho Man's colourful and <laughs> yeah, he's like. Oh, no. I mean, that's the mark of a for Hulkamania era. Even though he was billed as a heavyweight, but he's only he's billed at six foot two. But yeah, I think he was eleven. He used to just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he used to wrestle on his tiptoes <laughs> to make himself look bigger. <laughs> yeah, so, what problems did you have to do on the tights at the ring yourself? Uh, just it, it. I can't really pinpoint one moment. To be fair, it was just sort of mm. I, saw, I discovered wrestling late nineties. Uh, just gradually got more and more into it, and I think it was around two thousand four or so that I just decided this is something I can do because I started seeing more and more. Yeah, I'm not the tallest guy in the world. I started seeing more people that are like, you know, average height and stuff like that. Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero and stuff, like, yeah. achieve the top, you know, the top prizes in, in the business. And I was just there like, all right, yeah, okay, you don't actually have to be a giant to do this. And it was just, that was when I decided I wanted to do it. Yeah, I've five foot seven. <laughs> so it's like... Five seven as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to be like a slightly monstrous character. So I'm trying to just have seen how to develop that from it. Five foot seven. <laughs> yeah, because I think I'm thinking because I'm 41, I'm probably not gonna have time to become this technical wizard. So if I have a good character and I can put on a competent match, I think that that's that's what I'm hoping you'd, for at the moment. So, you'd be so. surprised. There's someone I know who didn't start training until they were 38, so not too much younger, and he's one of the best technical wrestlers I've ever been in the ring with. Yeah, I do. I do like the tech, but stuff. But yeah, I think I think once I start having proper matches, and you can put it put it into yeah, it just. <laughs> I'm looking very looking forward to. Yeah, I never debuted as the emperor. <laughs> it was something yeah. I developed over time. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got an idea. It's um, it's kind of well, like earlier this year I got signed off with depression and anxiety, so I thought I'll take kind of that and put it into a character. So it's kind of my depression, my anxiety, all that stuff squeezed into a Sif type character. So he's like. So it's like, yeah, it's like all the selfishness and evidence into this character who's completely, yeah, I've quite figured out how. It sounds like it's, it sounds like it's got a good theme to it. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, my depression is kind of manifested into this Star Wars-esque character. There's <laughs> <laughs> some good, good groundwork behind that, to be fair. Yeah, Pete Blackham seems to like it. It's just trying to get it over in a family promotion and there's always yeah there's that side of it too <laughs> yeah yeah I'll, I'll figure it out so it's it's a it's a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, i've been training for eight months and it's evolved it's it's had three names <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah i'm sure i'm sure it'll be completely different again in a couple of months it's just like, oh it's always the but way. Yeah, but I've, got, I've, got, I've got i've got the face paints so I, I don't want people to automatically go oh he's old <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's cool face paint will be that part of my body wants to like tell people on the phone <laughs> when they're moaning at me at work. And it's like, that, that, yeah, he's, he's that part of me. Like, <laughs> I'm really unfortunate seeing how it's going to develop. But it's one of them. I think you could go, you could take it comedy as well, or you could take it yeah, uber serious if I wanted. So it's really fun. Yeah, it's a sort of, sort of thing you can you can sort of get more different, go more different directions with it. Yeah, because I'm kind of, it's a bit hex from Ben 10. He's a bit not mall. He's a bit, <laughs> so he's very cartoony, I think. 
thinking that's the plan. I did my first uh, promo class at the weekend. That's ter- was terrifying. To be honest, it's only in front of six people. <laughs> he said he could do it in front of your friends. He could do it. <laughs> I mean, there is something to that. The first time I got a promo, I'd never learned how to cut one, and I was given a microphone in front of 200 fans. I went, there you go, cut a promo before you match. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Lance just gave us a topic and said, oh, you've got ten minutes to think of something, and then, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> but I've, I've started training with my son, which is, uh, that's, the, that's my favourite bit. So, just seeing how we do it together. Because he's 17. So, what's there a wrestler you want to small just style around? Because I'm guessing... I don't really see my style as having a particular sort of style. I just sort of learned what I could while I was training. And then just sort of yeah. incorporate what I need to into each match. So a lot of it will how, be. How did, yeah. Oh, was that? Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say, how did, how did you like? What did you come up with your finish? Because you went, oh, that's cool. Or did you just like, oh, I'm really good at this move. And just, like, <laughs> I just sort of when it comes to my finish, I had about six different finishes before I even debuted. <laughs> but the one I'm using now, I literally just I had an idea. I did it, and it worked really well. I went, yeah, screw it. That's my finisher. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of thinking, I've got like a pump handle slam, a pump handle into like a jack, no, a jackknife. It's a Goldberg move. Jackhammer. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's what, that's, I've, got, I've got that at the moment, I think. And, but, but, but you can also take it into a suplex if you wanted. Yeah. So I was I was thinking of doing like a swagger bomb, but I went over on my ankle the first time I tried it, and I was like, it took me ages to get over it. I was like, oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, a finisher where you don't injure yourself is definitely a plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe more Vader Bomb would be better. Because Vader Bomb is a bit more, it's a bit, bit more control on that rather than the Swagger Bomb where you just run into the ropes and then jump off of it straight away. So. See, the, the move I'm using currently at the moment in most places is a uh, pop-up sit-out powerbomb. Yes. Just basically it always cool. yeah. sit out with it. Yeah, it always looks cool. It looks it. Like, yeah, everyone always loves yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> tell, about, tell us about the evolution of the character. So, so um, I kind of debuted not really knowing what the character was, as I think most people do. Uh, as the months went on, I started getting a bit more confidence in myself and started asking myself what I wanted to portray. Yeah. Did you debut up, as Drake? Or yeah, it was, it was still Drake. Away. There was no, there was no, there was nothing else there. Um, people asked me what the character was. I didn't really have an answer for him. So I started looking at what I, what I was into and things like that. And one thing that just kept coming back to me was uh, was Freezer from Dragon Ball. And I just thought that just works perfectly for for a wrestling villain. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I ended up calling myself the Emperor. Bought the uh, the cloak. And from there, the character's kind of developed a lot more. Uh, it's not just so much. Freezer from Dragon Ball, which was the inspiration at the time, it's more sort of taken on its own sort of life now. And uh, I'm even doing it as as a face in CPW now. The same That's character, the same the Emperor, but doing it more sort of, you know, selflessly. Did the fans turn your face, or was that a, was it? Uh, there was there was starting to be a bit more of a cheer to my reactions, but it was sort of like a conscientious decision at the time. Uh, but they just as soon as they clocked on what I was doing, they I, they needed no other reason to start cheering me. The, the cheers actually got me to stop in place and think, "Wow," because <laughs> the reaction to it was just so. You know, I'd been I'd been insulting these people and beating up their favourites for years, and then all of a sudden it just took me to just do something good, and mm-hmm. the whole 
200 people, 250 people, just like that, just cheering, Amazing. like not a single person, <laughs> refu- like like not a single person uh, refusing to, just all of them, just you know, they were they were all waiting for a moment to cheer me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Took me yeah, back it's a, it's a great, bit. Yeah. I have to work for it, sort of a yeah. lot more than I did. <laughs> yeah, it's a great moment when the yeah the, the fans like the character that much that you don't even need to change the characters. So it's like a Stone Cold, he was the same whether he was face or heel. Really, mm. like, <laughs> the Rock. Yeah, you're just beating up good guys now. You're just beating up bad guys now. It's just, <laughs> you do exactly the same thing. Yeah, I think that's the trademark of a great character if you don't have to change it too much to flip. I think at that point it stops being a character and more just becomes your extension of yourself. I think that's why people get drawn to it. Yeah. Yeah, and if you change it too much then you're kind of losing what the fans like about it. So it's like... So. Exactly, yeah. People, you know, we you know, we use the word character but I think when it comes to talking about, you know, the Emperor it's kind of, it comes from it comes from within me so I think it's, it is part of just, you know, it's it's authentic and I think people can see that. Yeah, so looking forward to maybe for the rest of this year, have you got like a tick list of promotions or people you want to work? I don't really make um, wish lists of people I want to work with. There are obviously people up and down the scene that I've looked at and gone, yeah, I'd like to get in the ring with them. But like, mo- mostly every year my, my goal is always to just keep doing what I'm doing and just keep enjoying it. After our last show in 2019, you kind of went off on this new work in lots more places, so what have been some of your highlights over the last three years? Uh, managed to share the ring and have a match with Bram. That was oh, an experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've done tons of seminars. Being able to train with uh, Eric Young yes. and uh, people like that, Jody Fleisch, Johnny Storm, all, it's been just the best experiences. Yeah. And also realising that no matter how much I think I know in wrestling, there's always so much more to learn. I think it's been the main theme. Of, of yeah. those sorts of experiences, but it's it's something I always enjoy. Yeah, we we did a seminar of um, Joseph Connors a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was fun. He I was going to Joseph Connors seminar, but I, I couldn't get to the place at the time that they were they were doing it. So I'm hoping to do that at some point. Yeah, he's he's coming back in the next month, I think, to the Island Temple. He said he was impressing my roles. Apparently, and I was like, yes, okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm quite happy about because when. When I went to the first trade and they went do roles, I was like, I haven't done a role for 30 years. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever done a back roll. <laughs> I've never done a back roll before before starting training. Now it's no. yeah, it's natural, <laughs> natural yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'm not very good at is um, back bumps at the moment. I just I keep landing on the top, no, lower back rather than top of my back. So I, yeah. I think it is a thing in my head of stopping me falling back. I thought I can do front, front bumps and side bumps and flip bumps. I think, why can't I do the back bump, which tends to be the easiest one? It's just, it's just <laughs> Mental blocks, I mean, I've had mental blocks like that in the past. Like, the thing is, as well, is that you you you, you know you're doing it incorrectly, because you maybe you're scared of hurting yourself, but the thing is you're going to end up hurting yourself more by doing it that way. It's it's a weird yeah. thing. But if, if somebody suplexes me, I can do it. It's yeah. just when they say do a back bump, my body goes, well, I don't want to jump on my back. <laughs> but yeah, you body slam me, but slam. Yeah, I do back bump. I do bump properly when I get slammed. Or I mean, it is, it is true that, that taking a bump, it goes against every one of our body's natural instincts. <laughs> it is something you've got, to, you've got to learn to condition yourself out of. <laughs> yeah, it's it's my goal. As I say, I've got open ring this week. That's my goal for the end of the open ring. For the end of them two hours. That's all I've that's all plan to do is just practice back bumps and I will do it properly by the end of two hours. 
I'm actually uh, getting my own class soon. I can't say details oh. publicly yet because they're still being worked out. But I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I'll be teaching people all this sort of stuff uh, oh, in the fun. future. Yeah. <laughs> looking looking oh, yeah. forward to just taking people in and just sort of being like, "Yep, yeah, this is how you this is how you do it." Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, yeah, there's, I went to have one with Flash Morgan Webster in April. It's the one weekend of the year I work. I was like, oh. <laughs> my son's got to go he's got to be looking forward to it I was like oh that's Saturday is the one Saturday I have to work every year it's just like oh. but, yeah. but yeah I'm really looking forward to the yeah. Jason Connors one next next couple of weeks yeah because he's really good yeah he, I somehow did a handstand roll I was like I don't even know I can do a handstand so it's like it's so <laughs> you had a tag match against the Knights yeah uh, back in 2020 down in Norwich at the WAW's performance centre it was uh, me and Sydney Von England against uh, RKJ and PJ Knight. That was been a fun experience. So. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. So how how like Ricky's taken out like, taken off in the last year or so? Or oh yeah. <laughs> Sydney's doing great. Well, he's in the, off in America at the moment. Yeah, he's, he's off in uh, is Ohio. Is it Ohio? Yeah. yeah. I saw him last Christmas 2001. He came and did the Vessel Island show. So it was it was good to see him then. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a fun tag match. It was, uh, you know, one of my favourites actually I've ever had. So yeah, it's great, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's somebody I really want to see live. The nights, so it's one of the people I really enjoy watching on YouTube and just having that chance to see him live. Yeah, he's at um, TNA, TNA, TNT Extreme a couple of times. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to when Joel turns 18 and I can start taking him on. A, the extreme shows. It's not very fun going by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always meet people I know there, but yeah. last time I went, the girlfriend wanted me to go to the bank first, so I got over there about four. Mm. By the time the doors opened, I'd had about five pints of myself. And I'm like, Reese got about 70 quid's worth of merch or something. So, so. <laughs> See, I've never been to an over 18 show as a fan, but I've wrestled on them. It's, it's definitely a fun experience. Yeah, did you do a hardcore match? Uh, it like, looked like it was in like a pub. Yeah, it was um, NCW in Chester. Yeah, the first blood match. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh, I must have done a good jo- done a good job because a, a, a lot of the fans that were there were hardcore wrestling, you know, like fans and stuff. They were like, "Oh, how long have you been in the deathmatch scene?" I was like, "This is my first match." <laughs> <laughs> so is that a route you'd really want to go down? Doing more death matches? Or I mean, it was fun. <laughs> It's it's not something I've got a lot of experience in doing, but you know, it, it was it was an experience. <laughs> How did you make him bleed? Um, so there was like a, a paddle with thumbtacks in it, and I made him hold it and then punched it into his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I just I just I just don't get like, why why you'd want to. We we went to the goriest spot in the match. The, the goriest <laughs> kid just apparently just didn't draw blood. <laughs> I uh, hammered a screwdriver through his cheek into a table. <laughs> that didn't draw oh. any blood. Oh no! <laughs> uh, we went we went to Extreme Fields in Liverpool. Me and my girlfriend, and she yeah, she was just like that, <laughs> watching the, the ah, I can't remember who it was against. Yeah, but yeah, she was like, every time they hit the glass and come, it came within it like foot of her she's like oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah not everyone can some of that yeah. sort of visuals there's a reason why that clip didn't get into my uh, end of year highlights video I put together yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I can see it working out so like this feud has got so hot that we have to 
think of any way to stop it is to have a death match. I just, yeah, just people who who only have death matches are like, oh, don't you just hurt all the time? It's like, get hit with glass. There's these tiny little cuts all over the time. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh. I, I don't like being pissed either. So the thought of pins going into me or glass getting. Oh. Yeah, it's not it's not a style that I will see myself doing a lot. Um, no. I mean, it was a fun experience. It was a fun experience, and to be fair, the UK does have a thriving deathmatch scene. To be fair, so. it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. TNA, T- I keep calling TNA TNT. <laughs> they, they got a deathmatch tournament in the next couple of months. So like, oh. Their first round, they got <laughs> Joe versus Tommy, which uh, that's going to be a match. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was just reading some of you some of the rules. It's like barbed wire, ropes, and uh, light tube matches. Oh, no. I was like, did you mean both? And say, well, no, no, no. I was like, oh, no. Don't think I'll be anything. I'll be, I'll be doing this. Uh, I can do co- I'll do comedy 24-7, hardcore stuff, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've had tons of hardcore matches. They're fun. Yeah. Doing ladder matches, cage matches, table matches, a casket match, actually, <laughs> where I won that Monsters Bash title. That's fun. <laughs> It was my first one. Facing the witch. Yes, I saw that. Is that why you're in the... Uh, he's, got, he's got a green face, isn't it, the witch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've seen it. So, so I saw the highlights of it, I think. Yeah, he slapped my face <laughs> against the bar in order to drink. <laughs> Yo, my name is Danny Reed, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast. So if you're a promoter for a day, promoter of the event, so use a wrestler you've worked with, trained with, seminars with, Wrestlers are associated to you in some way. Uh, if I give you a match type, you tell me who you put that match. Okay. okay. And as it's your show, every match can be three-way, four-way, five-way. Add that stupid stipulation if you want. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> it's your show. <laughs> so, cool. So, who would be in your opening contest? The crowd excited. Mm, get the crowd excited. Let's see. I'd probably go with... I'd probably go with Morris versus Mickey Rowley. Ooh. I think I think they'd, they'd have a nice, hard-hitting match. It'd also be quite fast-paced to get the crowd going. Yeah, definitely. That sounds fun. Cool. Uh, a comedy style match? Comedy style match. So, this, this is where, do you have two comedy wrestlers or do you have a complete straight man and a comedy wrestler? And, or do you have a silly stipulation that seems to be the free? So, Sydney Von England had a, oh, what did they? Uh, musical chairs match. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that. But <laughs> that's, that's what, that was his comedy match. The <laughs> comedy match. Mm, that's a good one, actually. Because you don't know whether you go for two comedy wrestlers or one one straight man, which can make it even funnier. Go yeah, something uber serious and the comedy match can be fun. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably have Mr. Ace versus Brody Cross. Mm, that sounds fun. Cool. I think that would work quite well. Yeah, uh, your women's title match. A load of great women's wrestlers in the scene at the moment. I'd Say probably have. Doesn't have to be one on one. You can make it as you get gauntlets if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here listening listing names all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably do a four-way. Kiara versus Violet Knight yep. versus Mia Cortez oh, she's and Nadia Sapphire. That'd be a fun match. Cool. Uh, and the card title, so kind of your workhorse title match. I'd probably go... Just trying to, give it, just, just trying to think here for a sec. <laughs> There's so many good people. I know someone's going to moan at me if I don't put their name on it. <laughs> Yeah, so many people go, oh, I've got, I'll just add a battle royal at the end for everybody who I ever mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> oh, man. I'll probably go with... Uh, it's, it's, it's a tough one, man. 
I'll go with Tombi versus Danto. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Um, hardcore Extreme Rules. So this could go anything from comedy 24-7 stuff straight up to Deathmatch. Steve, I've already got an answer for this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, uh, it, that would be a tag team match. Ooh, yes. I'd have the 6-6-6 pack yeah. against Dijin and the Witch. Ooh, I like that. I think that they would probably have a really good hardcore match. Yeah, fun. Uh, next is your tag team title match. <laughs> just throw out a tag match there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a lot of great tag teams like around the country. <laughs> There's so many to choose from. I don't. I, I, I genuinely can't just like pick out any two. And then I'll go PJ Knight and RKJ. Yes. Uh, against the Hunter Brothers. Oh yes. Underrated tag team, the Hunter Brothers. I can't believe they've ever got onto you know, NXT UK when it started, started off. All these guys, I was like, Hunter Brothers, Dean Allmark and James Mason, even if you didn't have them as on roster mate all the time, having them, that experience as trainers or just put, or just be on the show to put over the next generation, I, just, I, I thought that was a missed opportunity. So, oh, definitely. Then it's your main events. Oh, I don't want to be arrogant and put myself in there. <laughs> uh, let me think. I'd probably go Bram versus Johnny Storm. Yes, definitely. I thought you were going to go Johnny Storm. I remember we were talking about it. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, I wasn't sure if you are going to go Bram or Chris Hero. So I remember you talking about Chris Hero last time. Oh, uh, yeah, I've tried with Chris Hero, to be fair. That was <laughs> nine years ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. I did not feel like nine years ago. <laughs> That'd be a fun card. I'd, I'd like to watch that. It's a Johnny, Johnny Storm. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> That'd be a great card. I'd really, really like to see that. So, cool. So, where, where can people see you in the near future? So, we've, we've mentioned Top Top Turnbuckle. Yeah, Top Turnbuckle Wrestling is having their first show on the 11th of March. Um, tickets are going to be on sale. I think it's Monday, but I can't remember. It's either Sunday or Monday. Uh, either yeah. way, follow me on Facebook. You'll, you'll be able to find that. Um, I'll, put, I'll put links to the Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Coventry Pro Wrestling, I'm up there almost almost every show that they have. Um, I've got Classic UK Pro Wrestling coming up, and I've got a few other things as well that I, don't, I can't announce yet because they haven't announced it publicly. So. Cool. That's fun. So do you want to promote your social media for me yet? So, yeah, you can uh, find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, just search uh, Drake Winter Pro Wrestler. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, at Backbreak Kid, and the same name on Instagram as well, and TikTok as well. Uh, find me on YouTube as well. Have social media in the below the interviews. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. I hope we don't wait three and a half years like we did last time. <laughs>